Are we manifesting anything currently? Like, what's on the docket? We're manifesting a conversation about manifesting. Oh, shit. We did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did it. We're amazing. We've done it. It We're... works, everyone. Um, so you know I'm not, a, I'm not a crystal person. I'm not a spiritual. That's my gig. Back that's, the fuck up. That's your gig. Um, but I am definitely of the, the school of both mindfulness and manifesting. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard it through it working for other people and vision boards. Like, I do believe in that. Now, do I believe that if I – there's some magical property that if I put, you know, something on a board that the universe is going to hand it to me? No. Right. What I believe is you are conditioning your brain to focus on particular things so mm-hmm. that when something that leads to that path of that thing you want presents itself, you know to go down it. Yes. That's, I think you are – you're conditioning your brain yeah. to be ready to find it when it shows. Totally. That's what I think it is. Absolutely. The power of positive thinking, the power of this and that. And I have really been very focused on manifesting opportunities for myself because I no longer have sort of like the the, the imposter syndrome or the self-doubt. It's like, oh, no, with the right distribution and the right connection and the right this and that, I know I can like jump my entertainment career to the next level. Like I know I can. I know I've got all the stuff I need. I just got to find the route. Yeah. So I was irritated that I wasn't performing enough in New York, and I was tired of chasing down people like, please put me in your show. Please put me in your show. And it's like, fuck it. I'm making my own shows. Yeah. And I now run four monthly parties in New York. That's and I incredible. really wish I could go back and tell, like, oh, Jack, by the way, not only are you going to grow up and go to New York, but you're going to have a monthly event at the Stonewall Inn. That's like, crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, to think about. Yeah. And sure, is it very beginning? Yes. Is it lightly attended so far? Yes. But we're getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. And, I, and the talent is great and everyone who goes loves it. So like, I know it's just a matter of time. We have good stuff. And isn't it funny that the bar keeps going higher for like what is right. success? Like that like would have been alone mind blowing to know that you're throwing a party, to know that it's at right. Stonewall, to know that you're in New York City. Right. Like that, that you have an address in New York City felt impossible at one point. Y- yes. And I try to have that kind of perspective. It's hard yeah. to like stop and be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you went back 10 years and told you that, told Joe, that you would have done all of this by now, you wouldn't believe it. Yeah. So, like, I try to have that kind of perspective. Yeah, just here and there, just check in every once in a while. So, I'm currently focused on manifesting. I am going to sell a movie or a series. Fuck yeah. I'm going to sell a movie or a series. Can I? ask what do you have like a practice to kind of get yourself in the zone of manifesting like do you have a do Mm. do, is it like a daily reminder kind of thing or i mean i was just listening to what's her name lily singh yeah i was just listening to her talking about yeah and then she did late night she's doing she's has a book coming out so she's on the podcast circuit so i've heard her a bunch of different podcasts to listen to and i like her yeah she's funny um she was talking a lot about like manifesting about like putting things like on a vision she puts her her vision board is laminated and taped to her shower door so she looks at it while she's in the shower oh wow yeah um private it's very private and you know just you and your thoughts yeah mine isn't so much that it's it's just like it's the i've talked about it before but um she's the mom on the goldbergs wendy mcclendon covey whatever her name is i remember you talking about it right how she says you just do one thing a day yeah you do one thing a day that takes you in that direction and you will eventually arrive there do you write things down do you journal I don't journal because most of my journaling is like I turn it into dialogue and scripts and like oh, I see. you know this becomes a thing. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't really. I wish mm, I don't really have the time. I used to be better at writing to do lists, and I, I definitely I, do that. Yeah, it would help me curate uh, goals. My notes pad is full of song lyrics to do's li- to do list. I've got Excel sheets with different projects and columns of stuff I need to do in that column. I would. I'd like. Uh, combine them i would do to-do lists and then also ramble i journal in my to-do lists and like talk about why do i want this or like what is um, this why no, how is this I a don't... priority or where do i prioritize this and i talk about it on my to-do list that's interesting no i don't do that mm-hmm. um i sort of have i have the project by project to-do list which is like the master like map of the universe mm-hmm. and then i have my like daily like 
you must get these three things done, done yeah. today. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then here are other things you could do that are just a bonus. Yeah. But these are the three musts. And then a thing I used to do that I have fallen out of practice with, and it is pretty much a, it's a discipline because I think, you know, if you drop the ball on it, you can kind of just fall off the wagon. But mm-hmm. I got into Nishiran Buddhism through an acting friend. And again, it sounds, I whenever I first was introduced, I was like, oh, is this a lot or is this too much or whatever? Yeah. And I didn't really uh, want to participate in like the social aspects of it because right. there's a lot of like, oh, I invite you to come to this thing and be a part of like this chant or whatever and like, you know, participate in, in the group. That wasn't really my interest, but I do love like a lot of the psychology of what they're doing and the mm-hmm. message of like, there's a bit of manifesting. Um, I don't know if that's exactly like a word that they would use for it, but a chant, a daily chant looking at a thing called a gahanzan it's like a scroll with um characters on it that i believe kind of represent like the different facets of humanity ranging from joy to rage like all the different shades of of being a human and you're supposed to look at it and chant you might have heard nam myoho kyo it's in a song as well but i believe it translates i hope i'm not betraying it but i promise myself to my potential mm. and you just chant that over and over uh however long give yourself like five minutes or ten minutes or however long you really want to and look at the gohanzan thinking about like all these facets of my personality of who i feel that i am and who i sometimes am on certain given days and you chant i promise myself the, my potential and you think about your goals. You think about what you want to do. And you do it with your eyes open. There was a whole... I was, like, looking at the psychology of it a lot, too. And it's, like, you're just... It's not, like, prayer or, like, meditation where you close your eyes and kind of go to zero. You're mm-hmm. actually, like, confronted by your anger. You're confronted by, like, your mm-hmm. obstacles. And you just spend your time chanting, promising yourself your potential, reminding yourself of the things that you want, and recognizing what your obstacles are. Right. Well, okay. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I wish I meditated more. Sure. I only do it when I'm, like, I feel like I'm doing too much. I'm doing too My brain's brain need to reset. Need, like, it's almost like the computer needs to reset. Mm-hmm. Like, there's too much going on. There's too much going on. Yeah. I need to ooh, turn everything off. For, like, yeah. Take, take, and it's usually, like, a little bit of meditation and then, like, go watch something on TV. Yeah. Reset. My, right. The too appetite for more going on makes sense whenever you feel kind of grounded but whenever you feel mm-hmm. like there's too much going on then i don't want to like confront it all like, like the day like after the last party i was like oh shit okay now that's done i gotta get next month together so i was like gotta find a dj for this get the axe lined up for this reach out to this person get this make sure this is set get the oh, money that for is this so anxious. And, and i and i was like flying 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 and then i was you know i had work so i was also working and then it came to a point where i was like you're at overload you're at overload yeah. stop 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 stop, 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 yeah. stop you've sent out enough stuff wait for stuff to come back to you you know you've got weeks like you're fine okay good um but yeah yeah yeah. but i get in that i get in hyper productivity especially in the morning i'm usually like all right i got all the energy i'm Mm -hmm. up i have my coffee i have my breakfast let's spend the next three hours just banging shit out nice um and then i'll like go to the gym and i'll do some more and then you know i'll start petering like around three is when we start slowing down Mm. But uh, anyway, yeah, I'm just really about – so manifesting in terms of creative, but then manifesting in terms of love. Ooh. I am creating a picture in my mind mm-hmm. that's not just vanity. It's a little bit vanity. But of this is my person. This is what I want. Yeah, It's this person. This is how they behave. This is how they make me feel. This is kind of what they look like. This is this person. Keep your eye out. Okay. I am manifesting them into my existence. And it would be really funny if I do end up meeting this person. We can point back at this oh podcast. My, yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. I uh, I was going to ask for personal and also for like the the professional kind of stuff. How specific do you allow yourself to be? Can you be specific as like in like – I bet you could – I don't know. Talk about it. All right. So the when it comes to that – it's specific because there's just certain things I know that I, I want and they're like either deal breakers or just I really, really like want in a thing. Right. But I am – I try to keep myself open, especially with professional because it's like you don't always know the thing that people connect to most. Like for instance, I played my album for you. I yeah. never would have thought that was the song you connected to oh, first. Oh, yeah, totally. Like you told me what your favorite one was. I was like, really? That one? Yeah. And so like – I'm trying to get you know, so I'm open. It's like, oh, well, if that's the one everyone likes, like make a video for that. Like do that one. You know, okay, like I'm trying go. to stay available. Not so, you know. Yeah. Not so, mm-hmm. but also not rudderless. So that's so like 
that's like the tension of being an artist. I right. Think, it's like between my, my, my personal taste and my expression of self versus how to, uh, take what is still me and right. present that to people to consume. Right. Because hmm. I think for me for that, it's a matter of like, you know, I'm in complete control of everything I make. So I like everything I make. I'm not like making this, like I need to make a commercial track yeah. that sounds like this. No, I make all the stuff I want, but then it's like, okay, so I love all of this. Which is the one that's going to further me towards a goal? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And maybe it's... So don't be so beholden to a plan of like, well, it's got to be this single, then this single, and this video, then this video. Just like, which one? Which one is resonating? That one. Okay, run with that one. It's like, I could do them all if I wanted to. Like, yeah. I'm in complete control, which is great. Yeah. When it comes to romance, I am... I'm always... Because I, I like all sorts of different types. I like all sorts of stuff. But there are certain, like... There's a personality type mm-hmm. that I think I just really, really, really want, which is, and there's someone in the neighborhood who I find incredibly sexy. Mm-hmm. We've had sex a couple times. Mm-hmm. We went out to dinner once. Mm-hmm. I like him, and I think he likes me. There is something holding him back, and I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But like, it's one of those things where it's like, we have, he comes over. Well, the one time we went out to dinner and then had sex, but like we started off as hookup. We had sex. He's so hot. And he thinks I'm, he thinks I'm a fucking model, which is like dumb, but great. Oh, uh, we both think each shut other up, are like, model. but no, but we both think each other are like super hot, which I is great. That. So we have really connected, really hot sex. And then like, we just like, there were times where like, even during sex, where we'll just look at each other and it's this look of like, yeah fuck this like jesus christ this is good and it's like and then we'll like lay and talk about star trek and talk about this and that and this and that and then we just and he's one of the only people i've had in a very long time it's not that i because i still don't like to cuddle but we will just lay in bed and talk damn after for like a long time Mm -hmm. and then i'll get on his dick again and i'll like bug him again and then and it's a lot of it's it's just it's very easy to be with him. He's it's very comfortable. I like him, but there's something he he is being held back by something, and I don't know what it is. But okay. I don't know. But that level of like, he's a bit more reserved, and he's a quieter type person. Mm-hmm. But there's he's got like a like a sexy dark side. Mm. Like I like someone whom. He's not like a big attention getter. He's not in the room like everybody look at me. Like he's he's like a he's like a dude. Like he's just hanging out, having a good time, smiling, you know, this and that. He's not really like, you know, performing or anything for anyone. Mm-hmm. And then like between the two of us, it's just like I'm gonna fucking destroy mm-hmm. you later. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's just, it's just between us. Yeah. You know, and there's like, there's that edge that only I get. Absolutely. I get to see that. Absolutely. You know, that is something I very much want in my partner. Nice. Uh because I always my fa- I always say my favorite person in school, not to make this about like <laughs> my favorite on. person in school, it was always the unassuming quiet person who if you stood next to them at a particular moment, you were like, Oh, oh you're funny. You like, nailed who it. Are you? I love that person. I used to I literally would talk about that person. I can think of them right now as I would talk about like, you know, I felt so special whenever they would talk to me because mm-hmm. like they shared the things that no one else got that were so fucking funny and I got them. Oh yeah. Ah, oh, okay. God. I just thought of something completely unrelated. Oh what what's up? This has to exist. So I was trying to think of what that person would be called. And I said, they're like an undiscovered gem. And then I thought about the movie Uncut, Uncut Gems. Gems. And then I'm like, that has to be a pornography. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is. Uncut Gems. I'm compila- sure it is. The compilation yes. of Uncut Gems. Oh, my God. <laughs> Someone oh, please make that. Yeah. I love my Uncut Gem. <laughs> That's so um, good. Yeah, and and I know Or we'll manifest it. Oh, manifest it. Yeah, I'd like to manifest an uncut gem. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has an uncut gem. It's Mm. great. Um, I also, I always feel bad about this because I know it's vain. He's got to have muscles and he's got to have a nice dick. Okay. He's got muscles and he's got a nice dick. I like muscles and I like a nice dick. Okay. I'm sorry. I just do. I mean... I th- I'm not saying he has to be like a sculpted no, muscle no, no, no. god, but like he's got to be a little like yeah. I th- you know oomph. He's got to be a little oomph. I well not to. I'm not even challenging that. I think that's totally great. 
I, but I'm, again, I don't know. I'm so surprised that I found someone that I'm smitten about that's not a daddy type. Right. 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 Well, and that's happened. Like, I have occasionally, like, um, there was a guy I was dating maybe like two years ago who was like this, he was a little shorter than me and he was just like a scruffy otter and we had super hot sex. Yeah. Like super, yeah. So I'm, I'm open to being surprised. And yeah. Being cha- like, I, I'm not going to be like, no, you're not this, you're not this. Right. I'm not going to like put my hand out the things no. that don't match up. And you're not like a, a, a fan person who's like praying to a, a poster of Harry Styles hoping it's No, like, it's I've not never specific. been that. You've never had like a very like, let me just manifest this, like this person. Okay. But when I... Put a visual on this person because mm-hmm. because I, I like to like think of that they are yeah Henry a tall muscly scruffy ginger okay oh nice Hot. that's who I'm seeing Hot. but they don't have to be that sure but I just need to put an image on it so sure. I can like focus gotcha like this man is going to walk through a room and I'm going to be like there he oh. is and then make sure the personality you know what I think that is I think that is the um, I think that is the desire for security and knowing. Yeah. But it's also like, yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, it's also um, like if I'm if I'm thinking about manifesting something, like I need like in my brain, in my mind's eye, I need to focus on a thing. Oh, it's like, – it, There needs to be a, a – it can't just be an abstract thought. There, it has oh. to be – like I have to see it. I think like if I'm manifesting my performance, I'm seeing myself getting on stage at a stage like – I think there's a quote, it might be like Stanislavski or maybe like, um, fuck, I'm getting it from my acting teacher. I don't know. Maybe Anthony Apeson said this. That's my teacher. But, um, that, uh, oh God, if I butcher a quote from him, he would, he'll be so disappointed. Uh, but it's that general is the enemy of art. And perfect is the enemy of good. Ah, ah, um, ah. Acting. <laughs> I'm acting. I'm acting. Ah, I'm acting. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go manifest Tammy Brown in the spring. Yay! All right, all right. All right, we're so we swipe in, we play in a game, we... What are we doing? This is our swipe segment. What's a game we could play? I don't know. Um, do you want to do something with... Uh, you do something with Twitter porn... Oh, man. Oh, God. If we can think with... of something fun with that, that'd be cool. Um... Oh, mm. this is just a random story. Mm. I <laughs> um, have found my dick in the background of a Twitter picture at uh, Gunnison mm. Beach. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I was at the beach besides a person who posted themselves. Okay. I feel like... You shouldn't be taking pictures at a nude beach. They were taking a picture of themselves for sure, and I then anonymously face the ocean. Right, and my face is not in it, so mm-hmm. I don't feel very like clocked or doxed, I guess. Right, but it is my dick, and I found it. I would use. I used to actually search Gunnison just to see if I could find myself in the background because I know people are like taking hot selfies and sending right, right, pictures, right. and probably for their twitters and OnlyFans. I only or went there once. I yeah right. No. Yeah, I will. Um, it's become more popular too. Like I think new yeah. beaches are definitely like having a moment again, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just a part of the culture permanently or something. But like it used to be more chill, and now it's very much like let's bring the party to the beach and it's all be naked. It's different. It's different now. All right. Well, I don't have an idea for a game. Okay. So let's just do one more swipey. Swipey. Let's do this. Okay. Um. Scruff. All right. Scruff so is like a throwback for me every time. It just feels like what I'm most familiar with. So there's my nearby. Oh, who was that? Oh, hi. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Hot, hot, of course. What, Scruff is the top? place for couples. Or, oh, okay. Scruff is the place for couples. You should write a jingle for him about it. Scruff. What I'm looking for, 40 plus. I'm oh, almost there. He's into older men. He's a he's a tight body, tight, but also just like meaty, muscly, yeah. thick it's, and muscle. And, right, it's yeah. like strong. It's not just visual. You can tell. Yeah, I don't have anything. It's all like he doesn't write anything. Write anything. And he has one picture, and he is the closest to me, which is possible. He's one hundred and sixty-five feet away. He's in the building. The calls coming from inside the house. <laughs> he's getting <laughs> a wolf. That's he's, right. 
Happy about that. Good job. We're doing great. Did so I far. manifest him? Is that him? <laughs> no, he's in a relationship. What does the downward arrow mean if it's not straight down? It's like a verse angle. bottom. Verse bottom. My God, I'm not even, I'm like behind. A on diagonal down is a verse bottom. A diagonal up is a verse top. An up is a top. A down is a bottom. I didn't realize there was fucking emojis that I didn't know in gay culture. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I just feel very, um, a peach is a butt. Eggplant is a dick. <laughs> what? Water droplets are cum. Cum? <laughs> oh my god. A um, fist is a fist. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, but what does that mean? <laughs> How about this person? This person? Yeah. Oh yeah, beautiful. This is. I mean, he looks like my ex. Oh. Ginger beard with some gray, which is kind of cute. He's got nicer eyes. Um. Wait a minute. Is that the same human? I think a beard does a lot to a face. I think that's right, what that but is. Right, but I also think these pictures are... Two different people. Like, in, No, two different time periods. Oh, that. That's probably today. That looks pretty recent. It's got a new iPhone effect. I think that's I've like seen this photo. guy before. Oh, he's a cute body, oh, he too. he's a cute body. I bet you he's a bottom. So this is like a muscled ginger with some gray in his beard. Generic white dude. Uh meaty in all the great ways I, the, you know the main pro- profile picture tells me a different story than what the rest of the photos tell me mm. or like my expectations are wrong whenever i look at the rest of his photos oh what what is it like if you just look at his first photo i'm getting lumberjacky because of the beard yes. and like the collared shirt and yes. stuff like and he's got some gruff and then the rest of it's more like slim fit jockey kind of right thing right and then he's five seven yeah i would have expected him to be tall like literally a jockey versatile okay what i do well it's all a show so trying to live in the here and now this is this is that some like metaphysical like it doesn't matter what it's I do. non-information like, <laughs> it's actually nothing life is a mystery it's i'm not going to answer this question but i'm going to sound smart doing it what i'm looking for down to earth hardworking guy looking to meet new people make new friends and possibly more but let's chat and meet up before we get naked okay he's into martial arts working out traveling reading learning new languages and philosophy oh philosophy there we go Oh. It's all a show. Sure. Maybe I'm not smart enough for it. I don't know. I'll give him a wolf because uh, he's cute. He is cute. And what about the picture below him? Oh, below him. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen this guy. Okay. So another lump- beardy lumberjack mm. uh, in a flannel, hairy chest, um, and a more daddy professor vibes yeah. to me. Ooh. Okay. I, I think he is not as... F- I don't... Mm. How do I want to say this? He's like a bigger guy. Yeah. He's a bigger dude. He's attractive. Yeah. I don't know. Can I, this is a generalization. I know it says more about me perhaps, yeah. but whenever I see an American flag in the background of a picture, I'm like, mm, oh, are you patriotic? About this. Yeah, we have. About we have. This. I hate that patriotism has been so um, co-opted by conservatism that and and fascism quite frankly yeah that that, and seeing our the flag of our own country makes us like right and i'm not like oh there's obviously pride in the fact that we have a democracy or whatever there's a lot of other you know he could have been in an event he could have been that could have just been behind him true i have a post-grad school dad bod right now fyi oh interesting he's got some he's a researcher huh that was i was right on that i was like mm. he looks like a professor type mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i'm not really physically attracted to him okay moving on he, he has a cute face but uh what else do we see let's try a wild card let's just investigate a profile that looks maybe semi-interesting i mean this looks interesting oh yeah there we go we've got a uh, harness in the profile photo we also have sort of I assume he doesn't suffer from jaundice, but this is a very yellow photo. Yeah, it might be just a white balance of the photo. The white balance is strange. Literally, the door frame behind him is a little yellow. I think it's just the camera. He's got a body I like. Yeah, the body's It's like nice. meaty, scruffy, and yeah. Um, it's funny. It's like from neck down, he's a leather daddy bear. From yeah. neck up, he is like the third best tax accountant in <laughs> Yeah. In, in the, yeah. Yeah. It's I was a, like, definitely administrative. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, at neck down, sex dungeon, neck up, superintendent. <laughs> yeah. Freaking the sheets and um, 
you know. Oh, that's a much better picture. I think so too. It's cute. Oh, first picture's not great. Second picture, and he's literally... unlocked for me. Oh, okay. It's tone too. Like there's like. Oh, but that's not good. Mm, true. There's a there is a real diversity of pictures. First picture, eh, not cute. So, Sorry. <laughs> second picture cute. Third picture very not cute. Yeah. For me, for me, I don't mean to be critical. But I, you know, I don't know. I, I see Shall we look at the unlocked too. pictures? I, yeah. Oh, it looks like I have unlocked for him at some point. No, oh, no, it's that's not. what that means. No, that's not what that means. There, it just wasn't going. I wasn't recognizing my thumb. Oh. That's not bad. It's an innocent bathroom pic. Is that is? No, I'm just saying like there are pictures where he looks good and then there are pictures where he looks, which also is sort of a taste thing. Sure. He's a nice dog. Oh, hello. Yeah. Short and thick. Hairy mm-hmm. butt. It's cute. I mean, the dick is nice. I mean, the dick is nice. I could, I could get into maybe... I mean, if he wants to do like a leather kind of thing, yeah. There's some. There's some. I don't know if how this goes. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, there is a dude who I do not find conventionally attractive. Yeah. Like if I saw him out, I wouldn't be like that guy's cute. Right. But if we share sort of a kink vibe in a way, that's chemistry. There's a chemistry. I have had really great sex with mm-hmm. people that like I'm not overly physically attracted to yeah i mean that's just isn't it interesting because that's just visual stimulation versus all the other stimulation like you know like if this guy wanted to do some sort of like game or something mm -hmm. he's got the right equipment like that might be fun yeah there's like a bunch of ways it could be fun like maybe he just has the right touch like maybe you know that also too so there's a guy in the neighborhood whom i'll show you a picture of him but like he has become a regular person and he's one of those two where it's like he's cute he's not not, like none of these people are like you know like whoa you know it's just like just not my usual type not i don't really i wouldn't Mm. turn my head right but like he had nice equipment and i was like okay and the sounds like we have chemistry yeah 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 sometimes the chemistry is just there Living in New York City for the past 10 years and loving it, work for a nonprofit focused on blank, 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 passionate and driven about lots of issues. I focus on community building, organizi- organizing, leadership development, LGBTQ, Latinx, and immigrant issues. Nice. He's looking for friends who are interested in some things like games, traveling, eating out, and drag race. Let's right. meet up. Yeah, I'm into all that. If you're looking for fun, let me know what turns you on. With a little cool emoji. With a little, with devil. A little devil. If you want to go on a date, tell me a little about yourself and let's go to our restaurant. Ultimately, someone to share my life with and explore the world. Yay. This guy actually seems like a nice guy. I like it. And the dick is nice. And, and, <laughs> and the dick is nice. That's like saying, I want to be at a, like a rich cocktail party. I'm like, yeah, the dick is and nice. The dick is nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wasn't expecting, but no. you know, I have to give credit where credit's due. I'll get more dick and more caviar later. <laughs> I'm going to unlock for him since he unlocked for me. Let's see. Okay, you know, he links his Instagram out to private. Oh, and linking a private Instagram, Instagram account. Why? why? It makes me think that you don't, like, it just, you're, I, I, I don't think that's intentional. I think it's, I was filling out a profile. It asked for my Instagram. I just filled it out. Oh. And I didn't think that, like, oh, it's private. And if someone clicks it, they're not going to see anything. They just they just filled out a profile. It's That's more generous than like, I would give. Normally, I'm the one who makes a benefit of the doubt moment. But I'm like, no, true. you weirdo. Don't you do weirdo. this. How dare you send me to this dead end? What about this guy? Hi. Oh, my God. He's handsome. He's a sub bottom, though. Oh, bye. I got too much of them. I do enjoy it on time to time. But listen, I got enough of CrossFit. I don't need any more. <laughs> Could if if you are a crossfitting top, could you please start going to CrossFit Queens around noon, please? Please, please, please. There's a there's a plethora of of a you've got a menu. I've know this guy somehow. Very familiar looking as well. I don't know. Very it might familiar be like looking. a face that's familiar. He looks kind of general, but in a way that's like he looks like a couple that celebrities. I feel like he's got a general face. What about the redhead underneath? Oh, Does never mind. No, I was going to say in the middle. It's like a red beard, but I don't know if you attracted him. His his handle is Shelly Duvall. I like that. That's funny. <laughs> um, you know what I don't like? Yet again, open relationship. Oh, I see. Constant. 
Six foot and 240. He is a bear. He is also a top. He must be a designer. Oh, cool. Close We're looking for, for guys who are unbelievably sensual. Mm-mm. Foreskin, beards, stud muffins, muffins, Glenn Close aficionados. <laughs> That's cool. Oliver Reed butts. Pigs, pits, poppers, no cologne, unless it is unbelievably expensive and full of musk. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, berry type with a big beard, too. And an all leather, all leopard outfit, which all is right. interesting in earrings. Fashion. This is, I'm always, because this guy presents as if he's like a dude muscle bro, and then, no. Awesome. Yeah, both. I see some duality going on. Right. There's like an aviator picture, and then there's a full leopard jacket in the next picture. It is interesting to me, mm-hmm. and you know, period, people are a, a myriad of, of things. Yeah. But it's always interesting to me when it's like a... Femme or non-binary presenting, we've talked about this, non-binary bear in particular, mm-hmm. who's like, like, he's just like the jolly, sweet, fun, you know, maybe Cam in Modern Family, like, you know, mm-hmm. sort of bear, who's like into like pits and poppers and hmm. piss and like shit like that. It's like, this is, you seem like on different sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Oh, the Venn diagram. Of that is always strange to me because it's occasional. Sure. And it's like. You really like that's a real switch. I think it's well. I, I well, here's me trying to unpack it. Like mm-hmm. I think the association of like femininity is with cleanliness. Yeah, you're right. But you're I absolutely think, right. Yeah, but I think there's like a and girls' bathrooms are disgusting. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, to that point though, I think it's kind of a it's general. Like I think femininity can be very like uh, uh, earthy or raw or just kind of different than that. And it, it, it when it's also based in misogyny because we expect women to like women are in charge of attracting the men. I, I don't believe in any of this. I'm just saying, right? Uh, women are uh, in attracting the men, and they so they have to be like you know cleaned up and etiquette right. and all of that. There's and a guy, standard. And guys can be gross. Like, yeah, oh, guys, guys are, are gross. the stand. The bar's lower because we work, <laughs> but for women, they don't do work. Right. They just have to stay pretty for the man and yeah, make shit. Uh, yeah. So I bet you that's where it's based. Yeah, I bet so. Um, but hey, interesting. Yeah, yeah, that is a duality. It is a Venn diagram that I've observed too. Like, yeah. whoa, you're getting ready to get like you know smelly pits and also put on some lip gloss that smells like strawberries. Do we? T- <laughs> you cannot let this lip gloss go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the it's rose absolutely. that I can't deal with. Can't deal with. Um, are you a pit person? I'm not not a pit person. I think that's it's, how I describe it too. Yeah, like I think it can work right, and also the correct scent, the correct fragrance, the correct level of pit stink is right. Yes, there's a correct. Le- it's not stink. It's like a slight musk because mm-hmm. you're a human. Yeah, I don't like stink. Yeah, and there are people who like a real pungent smell. And that right. Is not me. No, I think I'm just touching pungent. Like I don't think. <laughs> I think it's like, and uh, that's the name of your memoir. I'm just touching, touching pungent. pungent. Ooh. Um, um, for and for me, it's like because I've seen people at bars who are like, "Can I smell your pits?" There's like, a pit party at uh, Rock Bar, isn't there? I think. I'm sure. Yeah, or I think it's called Pheromone. Sure. Yeah. I. For me, it's like it has to arrive in context. Okay. Like we're having sex and you have your arms behind your head and I get in there because we're like fucking. And it's like that. Yeah. A, a like we're standing having a conversation like, oh, can, I, can I try your pants? Yeah. That's no. That but there's also. Do for me. There's also. There already has to be a sexual charge and chemistry going on. Yeah. But it's also like a, I think there's something about. I'm going to phrase this and just say that I don't have the eloquence to put this in a smart way, but the noxious quality of an intense pit smell, I think works like poppers on people. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do think so. It's just not, I, yeah, I'm not invalidating that that's what it does. Cause you certainly see it. You see it out. And I think what I other people kind do. Of, it just does, that does not do that for me. I've got a hint of the idea of it too. Cause I've used poppers and enjoy them and felt like the, like, you know, the sexual energy, but they don't smell good. Like no. it's not like a pleasant smell. No. It's just a chemical reaction you'll expect. So I can imagine going in for a pit and not expecting like roses, but also just getting turned on. I'm trying to think about whether that's ever happened to me. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine it happening. Right, right. 
Like someone who's not like, I'm not in this for the bouquet. No. I'm in this for the impact it has on mm-hmm. my erection. Like literally just imagine like a poppers in someone's armpit. Because like I'm that's... also just not. <laughs> Wait. I'm imagining someone with poppers in their armpit. Yeah. <laughs> you asked me to. I'm yeah. imagining it. And I'm laughing. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I, because I also don't like sweat. Okay. I mean, I don't. I, again, it's context. Right. If we build up a sweat while we're having sex, that can be fun. Sure. If you come to me a sweaty gym mess. No. No. Okay. And you know what's fascinating is I never, I never allowed my brain to imagine mm-hmm. that a woman would enjoy that from a man, a straight woman. And I was listening to a podcast the other day where she was talking. She was a guest from Nicole Byers. And she was talking. And she was like, my man thinks it's so weird, but I love smelling his pits. Okay. And when he, I love when he comes home after a workout. Wow. And I'm like, wow, women like this too. Right. That's one of those things. It's like, I just never thought of that. God, like, our bubbles are so ingrained. Yeah. Like what we think yeah. is like, ex- like, like yeah. rule of there law. There are women who like a, like a musk on a man. Get in know? there, pit piggy, lit Miss Piggy. <laughs> oh, God. It's Miss Piggy. <laughs> it's Miss Piggy. Yeah. Great. That's lovely. All right. Well, we'll see if we can find another Miss Piggy on the app um, during this break. All right, listeners. So this is my last of my solo interviews. Uh, JJ is probably finishing up his wedding at the moment. Not his wedding. He's not married. Though with the speed of his relationship is going, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, No, it is my last solo interview. And today we have a multi-talented artist, probably best known for weekend dance parties at Icon Astoria, which is just a few blocks from my house. But has worked literally all over New York City, including Hush, Barracuda, $3 Bill, The Ritz, Pieces, The Cock, Albatross, various brunches, and recently a live piano cabaret at The Q with Jacqueline Hyde, who I really want to get on this podcast because I really like her. Uh, They are also a theater producer, director, and designer with numerous New York City regional and national tour credits. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome DJ Gingy. Hello, hello. It's nice to be here. Thanks for joining us. Um, So we have yet to meet... No, we did meet in person. I came into Icon with um, Giselle once. That's right, yeah. Like, literally, I've seen you once. Yes. (laughs) I briefly walked by you and said hello. Um, but we will be spending the evening together in a few weeks, uh, from one of my parties at the Rosemont, which should be fun. Yes. Can't wait for that. It'll be good. It's a good group. Um, who are the performers? Um, I do, so, I do like, I do four events now, so I can never remember the cast for each one. I honestly do not remember. Uh, but then we're, I'm also going to be in your home turf, uh, icon the next day for uh, a big dance dance event kind of thing but um so for that that'll be a lot of fun too yeah that's well that'll hopefully be monthly so we'll hopefully get you, you right you were eyed as the the hopefully as our dj uh but i know you have a conflict on that one yeah schedule um, doesn't line up but maybe in the summer hopefully i hope so so um we you are on a dating sex relationship podcast so i should of course start it with the obvious question are you single? Are you looking? Do you have a partner? What's what's going on in DJ Gingy's love life? Oh, well, this should be really quick. Um, <laughs> no, not much at the moment. I'm single. Um, looking, sure. I'm not really looking, but I uh, wouldn't say no if the right, you know, something popped up, uh, pun intended. <laughs> uh, you know, work, it's, it's hard working in nightlife, at least I think it is, uh, to meet people. Or, or certainly meet a lot of people, but you don't have a lot of time to uh to go on dates and spend with them if they don't work nightlife because everyone works monday through friday nine to five which is when i'm you know home or uh sleeping and then by the time it comes time for me to go to work that's when everybody wants to go on a date so you know um looking but it would have to be the right a a really good match right yeah i'm finding it interesting because i straddle both worlds so it's like the nine to fivers which I do, I'm a lawyer during the day. So my nine to fiver people are like, uh, I don't understand why your evenings are busy. And nightlife people are like, um, you know, so it's just, I, I'm in a weird in between. Um, yeah. But uh, so what would it be, what would it take for someone? So you're not actively looking, but you're open to the universe. What, what would the sign be? What would it take? What would that magic moment be that says, Oh, wait a minute, this person, what is it you look for? Oh, that's a, that's kind of a hard question. I think it's more, um, it's not really something concrete. It's, 
it's hard to explain, but I think it would be more intuition. You just know it when you see it. Like actually in the, pa- the past couple of boyfriends started out as a hookup, but literally as soon as I opened the door for them to come in and, uh, you know, just have sex, as soon as I opened the door and saw them I'm like, oh, this person, I felt it. This person is going to be in my life for um, a good amount of time and they're going to be important. I just felt it, even though none of that had been discussed. And it turns out they, and you know, we end up being in fairly long-term relationships with with both of those people. So it's really just a. There's nothing I could pinpoint, but it's a, you know, I know when I see it, I guess. I think the whole sort of scruff grinder to boyfriend thing is becoming a lot more common as I think we as a society get more comfortable. I I, I uh, we don't need to get on this, but I do think there's a lot of shame and internalized homophobia that infect the way we sort of segregate our lives into like sex life versus romantic life. And now that that's sort of falling away, I think there are a lot more people that like, yeah, they meet for a hookup and have no shame about it. And it's all great. And then if there's a connection, it goes further, um, which is great. But we're going to pretend that you are on a couple dates because you have chosen the deal breakers game where I try to come up with things that I think either might possibly come up for you and you have to make a decision or things to gross you out and not want to talk to me anymore. Um, So let's see what we come up with. Let's start with the, I always like to start with the obvious and sort of based on occupation. So I see this a lot in, um, in dating profiles, and I'd love to know your what how you interpret what I'm about to say is. But what if someone says to you that they are quote non-scene? Um, well, I've, that's actually almost like sort of a welcome because on my days off, I actually I just came back from Canada. Uh, I was there for a few days, and I didn't go out to any gay bars at all, uh, even though I kind of wanted to to kind of see what the scene was. But it was my day off, and I. You know, I do six, seven shows a week, and on my day off, I kind of don't want to be in the scene. So that would definitely not be a deal breaker uh, at first. Um, but you know, hey, I'm like I said, I work six, seven shows a night, so a week. So if he's not a if not a scene person at all, it might be a little bit of a conflict at some point down the road. See, I think there's a difference. I think between someone saying that, like. They're a homebody. They're an introvert. They don't go out much. And then someone's saying they're non-scene, which to me says specifically, I don't go to gay nightlife. Right. Yeah. Well, I would. I'm great with the first option that you just mentioned, but right. You know, like I said, it would be a problem if they had a problem with gay nightlife. Specifically, I'm like, okay, well, then it's probably not that I would judge them, but I feel like you know, they it'd be a deal breaker for them more so than it would be for me. Mm, I judge them, but sure, you're nicer than I am. <laughs> I run a podcast. My my job is judging. Okay, so um, what if this? Uh, this is one I like to bring up a lot. What if this person has a lot of sort of food things? They're not necessarily allergic. It's not a medical issue. But anytime you're out to dinner, the waiter or waitress has got to like go through a whole litany of like. Oh, can you change this? And can you do this? And do you have this? And can you substitute this? And it's every time. Yeah, I think that'd be a deal breaker for me. That'd be really annoying. Uh, Yeah. Do you have any weird food things? Oh no, I'll I'll eat pretty much anything. Um, and and I love I love cooking. I love cooking. You know, different uh, cuisines, eating whatever. I mean, I I guess you could say I'm a foodie, but uh, no, that it, it would be. We wouldn't necessarily have to have the same taste in food. But uh, it just sounds like that person would be really annoying uh, and, and clearly has never worked in the restaurant industry. Yeah, I, I even I've worked in restaurants for, as like part time jobs in like college and in high school. And so I am always very I like to pre- sometimes I like, you know, I want a thing or I want to see if they'll they'll do something. And I always preface it with, hi, I'm sorry, I'm going to be a little bit annoying. Is there any way you could do this? Yeah, for sure, but you're not doing it every time, hopefully. No, 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 no. I, I eat what is put in front of me. 
Um, oh, here's an interesting one. You said you just got back from Canada. What if you had met someone up there who has no intention of moving to New York, lives up there, but say you, you hooked up and it was one of those things where they walked in the door and you were like, oh, this is something substantial. Would you consider a long-term, inter- I'm sorry, a long-distance international kind of relationship? Yeah, that actually, that actually happened. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know, three, four years ago, I guess. Uh, okay. I'm, I met someone and, um, they, they were a bartender, which is always like, Oh God, don't date bartenders. Don't date actors. Don't date bartenders. <laughs> actors, bartenders, magicians. They are magicians. Okay. Uh, cause I, you know, you, you feel like they're flirting with you just to get your attention or your tip or whatever. But anyway, right. uh, he, uh, he asked me on a date and I was like, well, okay, you just, you know, I'm just visiting, but we can, sure. We can go on a date tomorrow. Uh, during the day before I leave town, and yeah, we hit it. It was it was definitely one of those things where I was like, oh yeah, this is uh, there's definitely a connection. Um, and then we kind of kept seeing each other off and on, you know, visit each other back and forth uh, for a couple of years, and it definitely, yeah, it was it was a long term relationship, but it was we also knew what it was. It wasn't we weren't trying to move in with each other or move to another country. Right. Um, or make it more important than it was. Uh, but yeah, it was, and it was his idea to do the long distance relationship. It was like, at first I was like, I don't think this is going to work out, but yeah, it did. It lasted for the time that it needed to last. Hmm. So you know that people say what you just said about the other two about DJs, right? <laughs> what do they say? They say don't date DJs. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, uh, why do you think that is? Why do you think is it just the the schedule kind of thing and the travel kind of thing? What do you, what do you think it is about? Well, I mean, I, I I guess I mean for me, it's anybody in nightlife. It's if you're not well, it's, it's if you're in nightlife, you already kind of get you know how uh, the schedules go and everything. But it also almost feels like incest and <laughs> you know sleeping with somebody in the, in the family because really it is such a small community. Um, but sometimes it's your only option. Right. I actually was at a show. I won't say who I was at a show the other night where the drag queen headliner was performing. They had been on like three or four dates with another drag queen who was out of drag attending and someone else, the drag queen was dating showed up as well. And it was very awkward to watch them sort of because they had involved one in the in the performance like like talking to them while like in the crowd and then suddenly there's another one and it got real interesting <laughs> i'll tell you offline who that was oh yes please do now i'm curious <laughs> yeah. i feel like i i probably know at least one of the people <laughs> right it does, it, depending on the person and how mature they are yeah it doesn't always have to go awry but Oh God, it could certainly make for an awkward. Well, also like with DJs, it's like, yeah, I've hooked up with people who are regulars at the bars where I work and I mean, usually it turns out fine, but there's certainly the potential of like, oh, well, what if it doesn't go well and they are a regular, then they, you know, well, it's obvious when they don't show up to the bar anymore. Right. Or they do and it's hella yeah. weird and they make it right. awkward. And yep. And that's happened before too. Yeah. I'm sure. I am sure. What about, so you, I don't know where you live, live, but you, if you're here at Icon, I assume you're here in Astoria quite a bit. What if you're, you meet somebody and you, you hit it off with them, but they're one of these Manhattan gays who won't come out to Queens. Like they just, they'll even pay for your Uber, but they make you go into Manhattan all the time. Cause, cause I don't, I don't leave the, they say the city as if it's only the Island. I, I don't leave the city. I do live in Astoria. I live, yeah, I live, uh, well, I won't tell you my address, but yeah, I live in Astoria. Um, and I have, well, the last two boyfriends li- also lived in Astoria, so that certainly made it easier. Yeah. But maybe I'm the, uh, I'm kind of at fault for this too, because I used to date someone when I was living on uh, Upper West Side or Morningside Heights years and years and years and years ago. I was dating someone who lived on the Upper East Side. And I was like, ah, it's a great relationship, but this is not going to work because I'm going to have to take the cross down bus every, no. Oh, um, and that was I, I was both living in Manhattan. So I, I dated somebody. I dated somebody early in my time here, and I dated them for a long time. I was in 
I was a 10-minute walk from the PATH train in Hoboken, and he lived on 70 and York. Oh, wow. Okay. He was not worth that trip. No, no. It's like West Side Story. It's a tragic ending. <laughs> yeah. That was, there was two trains and a bus. Right. Well, I, I would certainly date someone who lived in Manhattan. Uh, yes. For sure. Now, Brooklyn, that's a different story. Right now, I bike everywhere, so I could do like Williamsburg Greenpoint because I can get I can scoot right down there. Oh yeah, well when they get the the uh, express train, the Queens Brooklyn train. Okay, we'll rediscuss that. But up right now, no, it's like your passport has to be stamped, and it's a plane, a bus, a train, a bike, and a boat to get there. <laughs> no, right? Yeah, I'm actually in the story as well. I'm only a few blocks away from from Icon actually. Um, have you found on your grinder or scruff home screen that like 90% of the people here are in couples? Uh, yeah, quite, quite a few for sure. I don't know if I would say it was that high of a percentage, but it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely pretty high. And I, I've had, I've actually, um, dated a couple before, not here, but before I moved to New York. So huh. I actually, I wouldn't be against like dating a couple, but it would, ooh, there'd have to be. It would have to be so equal. You know, the attraction and chemistry would have to be so equal with both of them. Right. Usually it's not. Usually it's not. And also, I haven't found many of the scruff grinder couples who are interested in dating me. Uh, (laughs) Well, if anyone is interested in dating you after hearing our little conversation and knows that uh, they don't have any of your deal breakers, um, where can they find you on the interwebs? Oh, the easiest place is probably Instagram. It's at DJ Jinji NYC. And uh, I, like me, we uh, we will not respond on Twitter or any of the other things because Instagram has edged them all out. <laughs> That's exactly right. Twitter is for something else. <laughs> right. Well, I will see you in a few weeks at the Rosemont, and uh, we're going to leave subscribers a little break here, and we'll be right back to either leave you with love and light or pick a fight. Thank you. You're really angsty in this recording session. You've got a lot of fights. It's I, rare for you. Yeah. For I, someone who's in a happy relationship, you got a lot of bones to pick. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I've... It's the counterbalance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. because everything's going fine here, everything else over here, I'm like, why aren't you as cool? All right. So last time we took an extremely aggressive, which I, I hope the internet has not responded poorly. I hope this podcast is still going and we haven't been canceled for your absolute rant against rose flavored vaseline yeah if if it pops off then maybe um i can work on marketing for other brands and just rant about their shit and make it cool right so uh after coming off of that i hope this is this comes down a little bit from from the the heat of that one uh but what what do you got from us today i've got heat for one thing my fight is with the two slices of pizza that I had a couple days ago that were buffalo chicken and then California... It was like a California chicken. That was like the name of what it was, I think. And it was like... I thought... My ex used to make buffalo chicken pizza, and it was deli- like four, three exes ago, and it was delicious. Oh. He even made the, the pizza crust in his uh, bread maker that I gave him, Ooh. like a wheat thin crust pizza and yeah with, but, oh, it's so fucking good i will say i devoured the fuck out of both of these slices of pizza what it was was because i work in in restaurant are you about to pick a fight with burning the roof of your mouth no okay i'm gonna pick a fight with burning my asshole um i buffalo chicken pizza and then the california pizza california chicken i thought it was like bell peppers it was jalapenos are you sure this wasn't the chlamydia no this was post chlamydia thank you very much I <laughs> I got pizza. This pizza really. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> no, it's because I was done with my doxycycline or whatever the fucking antibiotic was. Anyway, I um <laughs> I have because I'm working in a restaurant. I get out around midnight. There's not a lot of food options late mm. at night, so I like stopped and grabbed pizza. Didn't realize it was going to be a spicy, but I do like to enjoy spice. But here's the thing: whenever you eat. When, excuse, I'll speak for myself. Whenever I eat something spicy and mm-hmm. then go to sleep. It gives you weird dreams. It gives you weird dreams. Mm-hmm. And my stomach, I don't think I digest properly. or I don't know. This, this situa- it's worse. I wake up with a stomach ache. And then I had a doctor's appointment just by like scheduling whatever. Went and had this doctor's appointment and then destroyed a pret a manger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I know what you mean. What you mean is you just went into the that. bathroom, you, but it sounds it? like you just exploded with <laughs> diarrhea in the middle no. of a front. I'm they sorry. Evacuated. 50th Street and 8th <laughs> Avenue. I'm sorry to you, pret manger Oh, I used to have to clean, I occasionally had to clean a bathroom at a Circuit City I worked at. Yeah, I remember I walked in once and it was like, did you literally pull your pants down and just cyclone spin in the middle of the room? How did this happen? Uh, you know, stranger than fiction, stranger than fiction was that shit. Um, (laughs) I just, anyway, this is gross and I'm sorry, but it's just like that, it's... And again, I'm discovering at 27 years old how sensitive I am as a human being. We should have named this podcast <laughs> Two Holes, One Podcast. Oh, <laughs> there we go. There's so much about our holes that are discussed with this podcast. Yeah, it would be on brand. Mine It'd in be... a sexual way, yours in usually an injury. Yes. Infection. Yes, or eggs. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I will never forget that. The 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 minivan. Yes. And uh, the eggs. Yeah. I like having a, a legacy. Well, you should have gotten an egg on the pizza. A leg legacy. Sorry. If you got egg on your pizza, <sighs> it would heal it as it went out. Oh. 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 Counteract the jalapenos. I'm going, there we go. I'm getting jalapenos and egg pizza from now on. But um, moral of the story, <laughs> there's no moral <laughs> of the story. Um, it's, there's no morality to this whatsoever. <laughs> it's, um, I don't know. What the fuck was I trying to say? I was trying to disgust everyone, apparently. But uh, yeah, I'm picking a fight with it because it was, oh, worldview. It's the fact that I'm I'm so sensitive that if I'm hungover, if I'm going through a tragic experience sitting on the can, whatever, I'm like, I want the world to end. I don't care anymore. Like, just end it all. Like, when's where's the meteor? I'm ready. <laughs> and then I'm fine. And I'm like, oh, my God, let's go have a good day. Like, it's. I'm so sensitive and I'm still surprised by it every time how ready I am for the end of the world. Anyway. I'm going to leave love and light to something that is going to make everyone roll their eyes. I'm ready. Um, and it's something that I would have picked a fight with maybe like six months ago. Oh, wow. I got to leave a love and light to CrossFit. Ooh. I know. Everyone knows CrossFit, talks about CrossFit, and there's a cult and all of that. <laughs> I'm not rolling my eyes because I'm happy that you're happy. I have started getting good. Oh. There were things that I couldn't... I'm starting to see the progress. Nice. There were things that I could not do in October that I literally, like, just couldn't physically do. And I do some, like, half-assed version of it. Yeah. That I'm now ripping through. Wow. And, man, is CrossFit much more fun when you're good at it. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's just like, I used to come in here and I said, I pulled the judge, I pulled the judge, I pulled the coach aside. And I was like, because he started, he like, I, I was doing something and he, like, I saw him across the room. He was like pointing at me. He was like, look at you. And I'm like, I know, look at me. Yeah. I wasn't doing this two weeks ago. Yes. And, and that makes a difference too whenever other people notice. And right. Recognized. And he, and I'm not getting good times in the, the end thing. I'm starting to count my times because I feel good about them as opposed to like, I didn't count because I didn't finish. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, it's, it's really nice. Well, so he came over and I was like, by the way, as what you know, when I first started this, I hated this. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I know. Yeah. He's like, your energy was very clear that you did not enjoy this. Oh. And I was like, yeah, I suffered. I don't like not being good at things. Oh, I, I don't like being the weakest boy because it puts me in fucking gym class. Oh. Like, you know, all these muscle dudes out here killing it. And there I am like, oh, I'm trying to lift this sure. above my head. Yeah. Like. Puts me in a bad place, triggers me, don't like it. But mm-hmm. I suffered through it because I want to look a certain way. And now it's it's just I I like like I really like going. Yeah. When I leave, I feel good. And I'm not like listen, I'm still not, you know, I'm still not with the big boys. Like, and that's gonna take a long time if I ever get there. And that's not the goal. That, yeah, but it's like a lifestyle that's like fine for I think the real thing that really like did it for me was the toast to bar. And being able to string them together. What is toast to bar? So like you think about there's a there's like a pull up bar above you, mm-hmm. and you go and you hang on it. Okay. And you have to use your I guess these are your delts. You have to use them to push, and as you push away, you, you use your abs to touch the bar with your toes. Oh fuck! Wow. So I could do that in terms of I have this, the muscle strength to do that where I could like jump up, yeah. do one, come down. Shake it out, shake out my hands, oh, jump up, fuck. do another, and now I can string like ten together and just one, two, three, and just swing it and up and swing it and up, and I'm like, I can do this now. Nice. This is so fucking cool. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounds like I feel the burn listening. to Handstand push up still can't do. 
overhead squat catches still can't do. Uh, this is again back to the thing we were talking about how like New York City was such a dream and now we're like doing cool shit. But like you're like your goal, your like bar has been raised to like handstand pushups and shit. That's wild. I know. And I used to really hate that stuff because the ex was really into it and but he was super competitive with it. Another reason to be kind of triggered by it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was definitely, especially in the dark days, yeah. right before the pandemic when I started doing it, um, there were, I don't know, I don't want to end it on a bad note, but like I would leave CrossFit and I would see him like visibly next to me telling me how like weak I was. Oh God. That was a real mind fuck for a while. Cause Ooh. I was in a real bad place. So like we God. were having dreams and it was not good. Yeah. Uh, and I would like cry walking home. Damn like, it. It was not good. But and now that, yeah. I own this shit. That's what I'm saying. Like the yeah. so frame that's of love reference. Shit. That's amazing. Well, if you're also good at CrossFit, you're probably also good. You probably have a lot of strength in your, your finger from like all the gripping you have to do. So I bet you, you could really just, Punch the fuck out of that subscribe button. Yeah, punch and the like. fuck out of it. You could probably type one hell of a comment with Ooh, all those CrossFit comments fingers. Comments so hard. CrossFit fingers is... That's going to be my new... CrossFit uh, fingers. fingers this. I want a CrossFit finger. Ooh. That's going to be my new, like, sec... Like, sec... Uh, 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 scruff. Okay, CrossFit like, I'm finger. looking for a good CrossFit finger. Oh, my God. <laughs> like a like a muscly forearm and some strong it's thick fingers. It's esoteric, but people will get it. I think they'll get it. Yeah. Um... Where do we leave off? I was doing my outro. Um, so you take those CrossFit fingers over to our, our all of our pages to like and comment. And you can also use those CrossFit fingers to message us on our Instagram and interact with us there. That's at Dying Alone Podcast. You can also find me at, at Jack Tracy Official. And me at JJ Bozeman. Dying Alone Together is brought to you by Necessary Outlet Productions. You can find more from Necessary Outlet at www.necessaryoutlet.com or on the Necessary Outlet YouTube page. Do not forget to like and subscribe. <laughs>